Hey guys, Jason Schnitzer here with OC Realtor Talk. And what I've got for you today is you're considering selling your house. It's a big choice. So I want to tell you how you can sell your house yourself. So step number one is you need to do an inventory of what your house looks like. And if there's anything uh, interior, exterior features of the house that you could maybe fix or add to maximize the sale price. Um, you never want to put money into a house if you're not going to get at least that much money back, if not hopefully double or triple of your initial investment. So step number one is actually preparing your house to sell. Step number two, disclose. It's your duty as a seller in the state of California to disclose any know that you, anything you know about the house that could potentially affect the value or desirability, what quirks it has, um, what's wrong with the house, what's been wrong with the house in the past that maybe you fix, what upgrades that you've done to the house, anything that you've done to alter the house. It's your job to disclose that. Uh, number three, price your home. So you've decided to do certain fixes to your house. Now it's time to assess what you feel like your house is worth on the open market. Now, coming up with value, uh, in our opinion, is what is value? It's a willing buyer and a willing seller in a competitive market when you know they've got a certain amount of money to spend and lots of options. How do you stack up against your competition? Uh, because selecting the price is probably the most critical path when putting your house on the market. There's, uh, there's definitely deficits to pricing the high, that your house too low and overpricing your house. So again, choosing the purchase price is probably one of the most critical paths. Okay, next you want to make sure that you're advertised online especially and advertised in all the major websites. Um, everybody's got a different favorite website to search from. You want to make sure that you're in every single one of those and probably the multiple listing service as well because that's where us realtors shop for houses. Okay, so you've done all that. You finally put your house on the market. Hopefully you've got an offer to choose from, if not multiple offers. So the next step would be to verify all of that buyer's qualifications with the lender you only get to choose one offer, even if you've got 10 to choose from. So it's very important that you select the right one um, because once you go into escrow, if something happens to that particular transaction and you have to go back out on the market, it's statistically proven that your uh, most imperative time has already been wasted with regards to advertising. The first time you go out on the market, that's when you're going to have the most steam. If you're in escrow for a week or two and that transaction falls out, you're going to have to try to rebuild all that momentum that you gained and excitement of your listing uh, going on the market and have that looming uh, question of buyers, uh, new potential buyers wondering why that transaction fell out, even if it was just for a matter of cold feet and there's nothing wrong with your house. So uh, very important to qualify that buyer. And along with qualifying the buyer comes other two very important qualifications. That's uh, qualifying their lender because, you know, even though there are cash buyers out there, they're few and far between. The majority of our buyers, 99% of them are still getting a loan. So it's really important to know the right questions to ask that lender. 
um, and get those qual qualifications. Um, and next up is the buyer's agent. You want to interview that buyer's agent. You might think, well, I'm selling my house myself. Wouldn't I just be dealing with the buyer? Most likely not. Statistics show that 90% of buyers still want to be represented by an agent, even if they're buying a for sale by owner transaction. So you want to plan to at least having to compensate that agent. Um, and quite honestly, I would recommend that you're the person buying your house be represented by an agent from a liability standpoint. <clears throat> so you'll want to plan on that because, and why it's important to interview that agent is <clears throat> quite honestly, they're the ones that are in control of the other half of the transaction. So um, it's important that that agent has the skills and the wherewithal to properly handle their buyer's expectations along the transaction. So uh, interview uh, buyer qualifications, lender, and agent kind of all wrapped in one. Okay, so you've accepted an offer. You're now opening up escrow. Be sure to choose a trusted title company and escrow company as you'll still need those to handle the transaction in the state of California. For the most part, you want to get title insurance on this transaction. That way you're covered for anything that might pop up from the past. And then of course, all of our transactions, even if they're uh, interfamily, will require an actual escrow to do the swapping. You know, you want to make sure that the buyer, when they wire their money into an account, you know, you don't sign your deed over and then they don't give you the money and then vice versa. So an escrow company is always highly recommended with that. And of course, you know, if there are any repairmans needed, you know, it's good to have plumbers, roofers, etc., just in case something pops up because the next thing that's uh, important on top of choosing those services will be be prepared to negotiate for yourself with regards to the condition of your home and a potential appraisal. Um, and what I mean by that is, is the your, we talked about disclosing, that's your duty. Well, the buyer's duty and the buyer's right is to inspect your house and to find out everything that's wrong with it. Um, so that way they're buying eyes wide open and they can't come back later and say, well, why didn't you tell me about this? Or why didn't, you know, why wasn't this particular item dealt with? And you can go back and say, well, hey, you got that inspected and here's what your inspector said. And again, just another layer of uh, releasing you of liability. So when a buyer does do an inspection on your property, they could, per the contract, potentially ask you to fix something. You know, let's say there's a major issue. You know, they walk through the house, but and they looked at all your nice upgrades and all the nice things that you did to make your house look the best um, that it possibly could. But now they're actually popping the hood on your house. They're checking out the plumbing, checking out the roof, crawling under your house, they're crawling in your attic, um, testing your appliances, your heater, your AC, your water heater, etc., etc. Well, they might find something that they expected to work that. They just didn't know about when they wrote that offer and now they're asking you for you know, a couple thousand dollars for this or that, etc. You just gotta be prepared to know how to negotiate for yourself in there. And then the second thing is, uh, you know, you're gonna have to deal with an appraisal. Again, going back to the fact that whoever buys your house most likely is gonna be getting financing. What goes along with that is an appraisal. So, you know, that appraiser is going to come out to your house. They're going to compare it to properties that have sold in the area. So hopefully you have a pretty good understanding of, uh, you know, how that system works because that's what you're going to need to do.
Okay, you're gonna also, next, is closely monitor all three of the major contingencies going on as the transaction's going on. What I mean by that is the appraisal, the inspection, and the loan contingency. Because when you accept an offer, even though you're gonna accept a deposit, ideally between one and 3% of the price that you're asking for, um, how our contracts are drawn up here in the state of California is they're buying the house as it is, subject to their inspections. So it's very buyer protective for the first half of escrow, really. So if the buyer finds something, if they uh, figure out that they don't really like the neighborhood or your neighbor, or for whatever reason within their contingency timeline, they can back out and get their full deposit back before they remove any of their contingencies. So it's pretty critical to keep close track of that contingency timeline. So when those timelines are up or they're getting close to up, you're ready to ask the buyer in writing to remove all of their contingencies. Um, and then lastly, after everything's said and done, this is something that you should actually consider before even putting your house on the market is what is the critical path for you and your family of what you're gonna do after you sell your home? This is very, very important if you are selling your primary residence and this is where you live, is having that plan for what it is and where you're gonna to move to afterwards. Because depending on your market, for example, the market that we're in right now, the easy part is getting your house sold. The more difficult part is how do we line up that next step, the next uh, stepping stone in your life or your next chapter with regards to the strategy into getting into your next home, because that is probably the most important thing. So anyways, those are the steps that I'd highly suggest you pay most attention to if you're looking to sell your house yourself. And uh, hopefully you found this uh, video interesting and informative. Of course, there's always people out there that would love some assistance, and of course, we'd love to provide you with that. So if you're curious as to how we can help you out with regards to selling or buying or investing in your next property, feel free to reach out to us via giving us a call, or if you didn't know it, we've got a website with, uh, you can book your consultation right online, and we give you a free hour of our time, no obligations. And if I'm being honest, a lot of times that can run well over an hour. Um, and, and we are happy to provide that service to our clients because it's our experience and our part of our job is we just wanna inform our clients best so that when they go to make their decision on what most of the time is their most expensive asset, their real estate portfolio, they are armed to the gills with all of the most up-to-date information for themselves. So anyways, Thanks for watching, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching this week's episode of OC Realtor Talk. If you gained any value from this video, we'd really appreciate it if you liked, subscribed, and followed us on all our social media platforms. Yeah, what well, Jason and I believe is really, really important for you, whether you're buying a house or selling a house, is understanding the process and knowing exactly what you're getting into. So if you ever have any questions, just follow the links below and 